You couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics fall to the Milwaukee Bucks, 131-125 in overtime. This was one of the few games that the Celtics lost that I'm going to sit here and talk very highly of them. I'm not going to sit here and bash the Celtics whatsoever in this one. Uh, I'm still going to follow the podcast, same as usual. I'll run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. There really aren't a ton of lows. Uh, and I want to want to get things started here and give player of the game to Derek White once again. This is a really, really strong performance from Derek White. 27 points, 12 assists in this one, three steals. Uh, overall, was just hitting shot after shot. This guy absolutely led this team through the majority of today's game uh played a really strong game through and through uh in as far as losses go sean code says it best amazing loss right like this is a really really good game uh and honestly it stems Derek white now obviously we're playing this is the front end of a back-to-back we played with no jason tatum no jalen brown no Marcus Smart, no Al Horford, right? Four stars, Robert Williams, 13 men in this. So basically, take him out as well. We played this game without basically our entire starting lineup, right? And Derek White went out there and was an absolute beast. Absolute beast. Uh, really solid night from him overall. But honestly, like we got big contributions from everybody. Up and down the lineup. I'll, I'll, I'll run through the starting lineup here. Blake Griffin, Grant Williams, Sam Hauser, Mike Muscala, Derek White. That was our starting five. Van Gundy talked about it in the in the actual broadcast today, too. This is a starting lineup the Celtics will probably never see ever again. Right? And they took the Milwaukee Bucks, who were on in a 10-game win streak prior to today's game, and we took him into overtime and barely lost. Uh, and a couple calls that went different ways, a, a missed shot from Drew Holiday at the end of the third. Like he had a three-quarter court buzzer beater to end the third quarter. Uh, so a couple plays, and this game is shifted completely on the Celtics' side. Uh, so really, there is nothing to complain about in this game whatsoever. Derek White played a hell of a game past that. You've got Malcolm Brogdon. He played a really solid game overall as well. Uh, the shooting still kind of struggled. He missed a couple big, big layups, honestly. A couple shots very, very easy at the rim. Uh, but we had five guys that really showed up and just showed out. Five guys, 15-plus points, six guys in double digits. Grant was that sixth guy that was right in the middle there, 12. Uh, but honestly, like through and through, great game. Uh, outside of, you know, Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, we, everybody in the starting lineup really stepped up. And I want to talk about Mike Muscala a little bit here. Uh, end of the game 20, with 18 points, eight rebounds on seven of 16 from the field, three of 10 from three. Mike Muscala at halftime or at, at the end of the third had 18. 
So fourth quarter and overtime, missed a couple shots, really struggled in the fourth the fourth quarter and overtime, airballed one, uh, didn't look good. All right, defensively, again, still coming back to it, hasn't really had much time to, to get used to this lineup, especially with all of the injuries that have been happening. Uh, but he played 44 minutes in this one. So whether or not you want to give him credit, you know, I think he deserves it, right? 18 points, eight rebounds, a steal. Overall, played really well, right? So that is a solid game for Mike Muscala as well. Uh, one of the stories is Sam Hauser, right? We've talked about him being back 15 points in this one, nine rebounds, two assists, three offensive rebounds for Sam Hauser. Uh, and one of the biggest shots that we have seen, not just in this game, but like this year, Sam Hauser with Middleton in his face down three hits a massive 35 foot three right in front of Middleton's face and forced overtime essentially with three seconds left. So Sam Hauser played a hell of a game, struggled at times, wasn't really searching for a shot as much as we had seen him lately, uh, but hit them when it counted. So really solid overall from him as well. Grant Williams, listen, Grant Williams did have a really good game. He did throw the ball away, and that really hurt the Celtics at the very end of the game. But Grant Williams, you can't sit here and tell me that he doesn't deserve playing time. Like He played 48 minutes today. He played a ton of minutes. But he was also a plus nine. And we lost by six. He played almost every minute of the entire game and was a plus nine. Now, you can point to his turnover at the end of the game, or you can look at the whole game and kind of encapsulate his performance. He had 12 points, 10 rebounds, two of which were offensive, four assists, a steal, and bodied Giannis over and over. Like he played outstanding defense this entire game. So I don't care. I mean, obviously you don't want to see him turn the ball over right before the game is ending. Uh, however, that's not the only reason that we lost this game. And I'm going to talk about that. That section will be short, but Grant Williams overall in this one played really well. So did Blake Griffin. You know, our two starting bigs, actually, I guess if you look at it, Grant Williams probably started at the three. If you're going by uh, if you're going by that math here, but Blake Griffin in this one, 15 points, six rebounds, six assists, a steal, a block. He took a huge charge on um, on Brooke Lopez for his third foul. Kind of kept Brooke Lopez in foul trouble all night long. Blake Griffin, huge energy minutes. He actually led the team plus 15 in this one. Played 24 minutes plus 15 while he was out there. Like we had everybody step up and play huge, huge minutes in a game where we had really no options out there. Like when you're down an entire starting lineup and you're forced to play with your bench the entire time and you come out and you take the Milwaukee Bucks who second best team in the NBA behind the Celtics record wise, you take them to overtime. That's an unbelievable win. And this is a Milwaukee Bucks team that is healthy. They had Middleton. They had Giannis. They had Holiday, right? Those are the three best players. We had zero of our top three, four players 
right? We were missing our entire starting lineup and we managed to get this one close, right? This was a game where everybody was kind of just writing this off as a scheduled loss. And this bench, this bench proved why we are the deepest team in the NBA. Uh, so is bad as it sucks to, to lose, you got to be proud as hell of these guys for going out there and battling all night long. Uh, so overall, solid game. Uh, I do want to talk about some of the negatives. Some of the negatives. This section is going to be short, right? Overall, I thought the Celtics did a, a pretty good job of game planning. Uh, they doubled Giannis at times. They sent him to the free throw line a bunch. He missed a ton of them. He was 11 of 19. He hit a bunch at the end. So give give credit where credit's due. He played well down the stretch. But he was 11 of 19 from the field. I thought defensively we played him really well. We doubled him. We forced other guys to hit shots. And, you know, frankly, they didn't really hit a ton of shots. Drew Holiday went off, played really well. But outside of that, you look, Brooke Lopez, four points, only played 25 minutes because we got him in foul trouble. Pat Connaughton, guy that kills the Celtics, 35 minutes, five points, held him down. Grayson Allen only had 13. All right, you look like there's really nobody else. Joe Ingles, even 31 minutes, eight points. Like, not like we held the other guys in check. It was really just Drew Holiday. And when you're missing, you're, you know, all NBA, your defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, you can expect a point guard to go off. You know, and I'm not, that's not even throwing shade at Derek White or Malcolm Brogdon because I think overall defensively, they both played great in this one. Uh, but that's what's going to happen, right? You're missing a, a big part of your defense. You know, whether or not you want to say Robert Williams played, you know, he didn't really play that much. He played 13 minutes in this one. So the Celtics did the large majority of this game down an entire starting lineup. And we managed to play a really solid overall game. Took 53s in this one. 53s out of 99 shots. They're falling at the same clip that we saw last game. 34% in this one. But overall, I mean, listen, this is this is what kept the Celtics in the game. When you're down all of the playmakers that we have, there's only so many guys that can create their own shot. And I think Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, you know, honestly, Blake Griffin, Grant Williams, those guys did a really good job of keeping the ball moving. And if you find guys for open threes, you're going to take the open threes. And I'll credit Mike Muscala for that. Like he continued to take them. He didn't hit them at the same rate that he has over the last three games uh, or the last two games, I guess. But he was taking them because they're good shots. And those are the shots that you want them taking, right? So any other night, you know, this might be different if you have someone else that's going out there and creating shots, but you didn't really have that. So I do want to dive into some of the negatives. Again, I'm going to keep that section super short because this is a very good game overall for the Celtics team. Uh, before we dive into some of the negatives, though, I want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. 
Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so I want to talk through some of the negatives here. I obviously talked about Grant's turnover at the end here, uh, but I want to highlight one other thing. And the reason I don't blame Grant or the reason that I'm not getting super mad at Grant about turning the ball over at the end is the fact that I don't think he should have even had the ball at that point. As soon as Holiday hits that three, hits that shot, we should have called the timeout, right? 17 seconds left, push the call the timeout, push, advance the ball, and then draw up a play, right? At that point, the Celtics were in a position where, you know, Drew Holiday was picking up Derek White full court, making him turn, making him turn, taking time off the clock. And then even after we switched off of a screen, we still got trapped. So at that point, the Celtics wasted so much time just doing nothing, frankly. And as soon as it got tough and as soon as Joe Missoula sees Grant get doubled, call a timeout. Like if you didn't call it as soon as Holiday hits the shot anyway, call the timeout then, right? And that was one of the things that hurt me in this game is this was still winnable despite being down all of these guys. Like we had a 14-point lead in this one, and we watched a lot of it kind of disappear in the the second half. Uh, frankly, it was, uh, turnovers were a killer too. You know, in this game, we had 13. You look at those numbers, that's fantastic. However, we had two in the first half, meaning 11 in the second. That's not good. All right, the Celtics had themselves a 14-point lead because we were hitting shots, we were driving, we were getting to the rim, uh, and honestly, like we just weren't turning the ball over. And the Bucs turned the ball over a ton. We scored 27 points off of their 19 turnovers. So this is a game where it was 100% within our reach. And we just turned the ball over or didn't really call a, a timely timeout. All right. That's what this game kind of boils down to. It sucks. That's the truth. Right. 
at the end of the day, this is one of those games where you are absolutely not upset. And if you are, like, you, you need to stop looking at a box score and actually look at what happened in this game because this was as impressive a loss as I have ever seen. Uh, is I mean, this is a Bucks team that was absolutely rolling. Like I said earlier, they, they have won 11 straight games after today's win, and they were healthy. And we took them to OT, showing the rest of the NBA that this team is so freaking deep. And we've done it over and over. Like, we won four straight games before this, and we were shorthanded in every single one of them. Uh, and this is, again, the front end of a back-to-back. So hopefully Jason Tatum's non-COVID illness isn't a real illness, and he comes back. It was also reported that Marcus Smart might return for the post- the Pistons game tomorrow. I hope not. Honestly, at this point, rest him. Why not give him another week to recover with the All-Star break? A lot of people might look at the standings and be like, oh, well, the Pistons game, if we lose, like, Milwaukee, what might take the the lead in the Eastern Conference? Doesn't matter. There's still so much time left in the season. You want to stay healthy, and if sitting Marcus Smart one game gets him an additional seven days rest, why not just do it? Be careful with it. At this point, Celtics are 41 and 17, have a half game lead over Milwaukee. We both have 17 losses. We just edge them out with one extra win at this point. Uh, so we have. The best record in the NBA still to this day. Uh, going in one game left for the All-Star break. So at this point, you got to be pretty happy with where we are. You know, we made one trade deadline acquisition and Mike Muscala, he's panned out perfectly so far. Like he's had in three games, he's had more points than ju- d- almost double the amount of points that Justin Jackson has in the first 35 games. 40 games, 50 games, right? Great pickup, right? Adds to the depth. Like you're you're seeing a guy, we traded Justin Jackson, a guy that's played, I don't know, two minutes a game. If that, obviously he missed a bunch of games. He didn't play in half of the games anyway. He gets in in garbage time. Mike Muscala is coming in and giving us actual minutes. So the fact that the already deepest team in the NBA got deeper is super impressive. And that's the takeaway that you got to take after today's game and just in general after this trade deadline going into the All-Star break. Overall, solid game for the Celtics. Tough to see him walk away with the L, but you got to be happy based on all of it. So that's where we're going to wrap things up for today. Solid overall effort from the Celtics. Uh, Couldn't pull it off. Uh, If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Follow our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap, and our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?